viewers and uh, viewers welcome to another episode of this week in interview with your host and guide anthony drago it's always a pleasure to be with you on a wednesday night at 8 p.m and tonight is no exception tonight we are talking about a strong body so welcome back to my regular listeners, those of you who make this weekend interview part of your weekly schedule. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I know there's a lot of stuff that competes for your attention. And so I appreciate that you put aside those two hours uh, or one hour. Sometimes we, sometimes we indulge and go to two, but it's, it's planned for one hour. Uh, you put aside that time to be with us on this weekend interview. If tonight is the first time that you listen to this weekend interview, welcome. I hope you like the time that you spend with us and that you will come back. You can find this weekend interview on Facebook, on our Facebook page. This weekend interview has its own Facebook page. Also, um, TDN Radio Facebook page, we're also there. And not everyone does Facebook. So we have tdnradio.net where you can listen in case you're driving or you're occupied otherwise and you cannot be distracted. So you can listen on tdnradio.net. You can view us on tdntv.net. We're also on the other social media platforms. We are on YouTube, on TDN Network One on YouTube. We're also on Instagram and on the other um, media pages. So I invite you to share the link invite folks to, to tune in with us because you know the information that we have on here is super super valuable let's make sure that sufficient folks um listen and tune in so we can create the movement that we want to create and while you're on there if you are watching us on facebook or on youtube i want you to subscribe to our channel and hit that notification bell so that whenever we come on live, uh, you will know that we're on. It's not only this week in interview, we have other exciting programs like Dissect and Island Therapy and Push Past 10 and all the other programming that we have on TVN Radio. You will get a notification when, uh, when these programs begin and we're on. So subscribe and hit the uh, notification bell. We want to say, Good evening to our listeners who are viewing us on our affiliate station in Dominica, RVR Jams Radio. Uh, they listen to us on DigiPlay Channel 59. So if you know anybody in Dominica, tell them they can catch us. They call them, text them, WhatsApp, so they can catch TDN Radio. This week in interview, as a matter of fact, on RVR Jams. It's on DigiPlay Channel 59. And speaking of affiliate stations, we have a new station that's affiliated with us and they're carrying this weekend interview live. They're doing it tonight for the first time. So good night to our listeners our S on SBE Radio in Toronto. They are the only Haitian, how do you say it, focused? Yeah, um, they, they cater to the Haitian audience, Haitian population in Toronto. You can get them on sbesbemusic.com. They are uh, carrying this weekend interview live, so we want to say a big shout out to them and thanks to the management of SBE Radio for agreeing to affiliate with TVN Radio. 
So tonight, tonight we, as I said before, uh, what do we have on tap? Well, I have a little surprise, a little sweet tidbit for you at the start. For the first 10 minutes of the program, we have uh, the director of a wonderful production company, a theatrical production company called Tribal Innovations, Tribal Innovations Theater Company. They are based in New Jersey. And at the end of the month, at the end of January and the first week or so in February, they will be putting on a play, very, very remarkable play. I attended the rehearsal um, last week and I was blown away. Uh, young people, but they act so well and they bring the scenes to life. And so I invited the director, Mr. Jerome John, uh, to come on and to, to, to introduce his theatrical company to you and specifically to talk to you about the play that he will be putting on. If you are in the New Jersey, New York area, I can guarantee you that you will want to, to see this play. It's coming on at the end of January into February. I saw the rehearsal and I, to truth be told, I cannot wait to see the live work on stage. I already suspect that I will be seeing it more than once. So let's give a very warm welcome to Jerome, Jerome John. Thank you so much for coming on. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for having me. It's greatly appreciated. Yeah, certainly. And, you know, our listeners on, on this week in interview on TV and radio know that the art and culture and, and, you know, just literary works and all of that is really an integral part of what we do here at TV and radio and on this week in interview. I, I have brought on and I have, I have had such wonderful conversations with so many artists about their craft and their products on this week in interview. Uh, and so tonight is a special treat for me. We only have um, about 10 minutes or so, but it's going to be a wonderful short and sweet 10 minutes. So, Jerome, um, <laughs> I want you to, to, first of all, talk about your theater company at Tribal Innovations. Let us know why you, because you, you seem very young, um, why you <laughs> decided to, to, to go into that, um, take that huge, bold step and create your own production company? Of course. Well, um, I've actually been in the performing arts for about 20 years, started off in high school. And um, I started directing, I want to say back in 2000, 2016. And wow. uh, one of the things that I've noticed is that um, there weren't a lot of platforms for artists of color to, um, to showcase the talent. And it wasn't after until I directed Fences. Um, a few years ago and then when I noticed this I'm like if now if no one's gonna take advantage of this and actually go out there and do this I might as well do it myself and I learned what I needed to learn and uh, that's where Tribal Innovation Theater Company started and um yeah we started in 2017 and it was hoping to do some productions but you know with COVID that put a damper on things but um yeah our main purpose is to pretty much set a platform for artists of color to showcase the talent and display to the world and to the, do it to the best of their abilities. That is, that is awesome. So you started in 2017 because you, you realized that you were in, a, in an area, in an industry 
um, where there were not a lot of people that looked like us, people of African exactly. descent, yeah, to tell our stories. And so you decided to, to start Tribal. Um, you, you spoke about your, a previous production called Fences. Yes. Take half a minute and tell us about Fences. Oh, yes, um, Fences, I uh, had the privilege of, uh, it's written by August Wilson, a very well-known playwright in the States. And um, I had the honor and privilege of directing it in 2016. And um, with that, uh, it was great because we, we had about six performances and sold out every night. And there's this um, award ceremony thing they have in Jersey. It's kind of like the, the Tony of the Oscars, but for community theater mm -hmm. type of thing. And um, we were nominated for 10 out of 14 awards. Wow. Which is a great honor. And That's that was a big Yeah, and this was my first time out directing a play. So to not only to, to direct Fences, but to have that honor be nominated for, for it was just... And for so many, and for so many awards. So now, fast forward, um, talk about the, the play that you have coming up and just say everything that you need to say about it what what about the story when is it where folks can get tickets all those things of course um well this play is called love freedom and other lives from the south it's written by one of my great mentors um it's a play about two slaves on a slave plantation in tennessee and it's set in the year 1855 and they pretty much have to choose between staying on the plantation or running for the freedom type of thing and there's many like other stories intertwined and we not only learn about what went on what went on during that time but we it's very educational as well um again they this play talks about things that weren't ta taught in schools about slavery time mm, and uh right mm -hmm. yep and uh the play goes up at january 27th to 29th and february 2nd to no, February 3rd to 5th, and it's going to be over at the Villages Theater, uh, 475 DeMont Lane in Somerset, New Jersey. Um, tickets are $25. You can either get them online at our website at www.tribalinnovationstheater.org um, slash single hyphen project, or they can buy tickets at the door. Right, and tell, them, tell us where it will be again. Yes, it's going to be at the Villagers Theater in Somerset, New Jersey. The address is 475 DeMont Lane, Somerset, New Jersey, the year 8873. Okay, so it's in Somerset, New Jersey. Yes, sir. The, uh, yes, okay. And it's going, the first showing is on the 27th, so it's going to show on the 27th, 28th, and 29th. Is that what it is? Yes, 27th, 28th, and 29th. 29th of January this month. Yep, and uh, it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The Friday and Saturday night shows are going to be at 8 o'clock. Mm -hmm. sun and Sunday is going to be at 3 o'clock. And then the following weekend, which is um, February 3rd, 4th, and 5th, and at the same time. It's a Friday, Saturday at 8 o'clock, and that's Sunday at 3. That is awesome. So so it's a play, folks. Um, this is this is Jeremy. You know, he, he's downplayed it, but he has his own uh, theater um, production company and the first time he, he, he directed a play called Fences he was nominated for 10 out of 14 awards and this is his second one and I can tell you I, I attended the rehearsal and it is amazing 
and mm-hmm. and so I encourage you if you are if you can make it to come if you're in New Jersey, uh, make your way to Somerset. If you're in New York as well, you can make your way to Somerset. It's going to be shown at 8 p.m. on the 27th and the 28th, at 3 p.m. on the 29th, and then the following weekend, the first weekend in February, third, fourth, and fifth. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Again, 8 p.m. on Friday, Saturday night, and 3 p.m. on Sunday. It's, uh, it, it's a lot of young folks. They, 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 when I saw the rehearsal, there was indeed um, a couple... Uh, well, that is one older gentleman and, and maybe one or two mature other actors and actresses. But the, the bulk of the cast are very young people, very talented. And as yeah. you said, it was created for, for, to provide an outlet, uh, a platform for, for actors and artists of African descent to have a place where they can display their craft. And that is very much evident in the show. The name of the play is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it's Love, Freedom, and Other Lies from the South, right? Yes, sir. I got it right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, know, I know it's a mouthful, but um, it, it's uh, definitely a deep story, talking about love, talking about freedom, and all the other uh, lies from the South, again, during that time, 1855 in Tennessee. And I can, I can tell listeners that I know you've seen a thousand movies and plays that are set in the south in in mm-hmm. on a plantation slavery plantation this one is different there are differences in this one this one explores more the humanity of of the slaves and it makes them look human and normal despite all the hardships that slavery brought with it and it tell it explores areas in um in the lives that are not normally dealt with in those movies. And so I encourage you, and please, to, to, to go look at it. Um, I will see you there, most likely. Uh, it's, it's only $25, and it's viewing on the 27th, the 28th, 20, 27th, 28th, and 29th of January, and then the first weekend in February. So, Jerome, I, I want to wish you and Tribal Innovate, Innovations Theatre Company all the best. Folks, if you Google, if you Google, Tribal Innovation Theater, you will find it. You can go to the website and you will can navigate your way to get the tickets. Also, tickets will be on sale at the venue. But Jerome, one more minute, just say, um, just encourage folks to come and say, talk about the talk a little bit more about the play. Of course, of course. Yeah, this is a a play about love. It's a play that is educational and teaches you so much. Um, it takes you on a journey of of the lies of an everyday life of a slave, but it has a little bit more in there. Like I said, it's definitely educational, it's love, and you definitely did not want to miss this at all. No, certainly. It's one of those plays that folks will be talking about for, for weeks and months after they've seen it. Um, <laughs> I, I look forward to the finished product, and um, we look to have you back on um, to, to yep. tell more listeners more and encourage them to see it. But yep. folks, in the meantime, Go on and get your tickets. Jerome, all the best. And thank you thank so, you much, so for much for coming and sharing with us. Appreciate it. Thank so, you. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Bye. Yeah, folks. Um, this was Jerome John. He's actually his parents are actually from Dominica. Um, I I taught at the convent high school in 1986. And I and I taught to Jerome's mom, Miss John. 
Um, those of you who went to convent high school will remember Miss John. Um, so she was my colleague at the time. Uh, I was really young, but I did teach at the convent high school um, in 1986. Um, so he's a son of the soil and he's doing great things to go out and see the production of, of the works. And um, I hope I see you there. Next, next on what we have for you, um, remember January is Awareness Month. And we, for the first two Wednesdays in January, we spoke about goal setting. Um, some of people call it New Year's resolution. We prefer to refer to it as setting your goals. We spoke about how you go about setting your goals and, and how you decide to pursue your goals. Last week, we had Dr. Trifi, who did a tremendous job of, um, you know, helping us to get in that right mental attitude and to have that IRL fire to pursue those goals and objectives that you set. And so one of the things that I want to do, there are a couple of things I want to do before I bring on the next guest. The Dominica Grammar School last week celebrated its 130th anniversary. The Dominica Grammar School is where I was educated, it's where I received my brilliant and tremendous high school education. And so it's, a, it's an institution that's close to my heart. So happy anniversary to all my grammar school um, class, fellow alumni. Um, I left grammar school in 1984. I graduated in 83, I had to go back, spend an extra year, and I, I left in 84. And if you imagine that Dominica Grammar School has been around for 130 years, how many of, of, of graduates that they've put forward, I'm sorry, uh, how many graduates that they've had, you know, every year, maybe a hundred and something people graduate. We still have three or four um, classes, each of them with about 30 students for by 130 years. Maybe like every year when they started, they probably had smaller um, cohorts. However, the, the, why I'm bringing up the grammar school is not only to wish you happy anniversary, but to mention that the motto for the Dominica Grammar School is Men Sana, Men Sana in Corpore Sanio. I'm sure I'll butcher in that. Men Sana in Corpore Sanio is Latin for a sound mind in a healthy body or a sound mind in a strong body. And so I consider the first two weeks that we did as taking care of the mind. And tonight I wanted to take care of the body because you, no matter what you achieve, how well you achieve your goals, if you do not have good health, then there's no way you can enjoy those achievements. And so tonight, my guest tonight is Mr. Cyril Brown, better known as the indigenous Bushman. And so he's going to talk to us about having the healthiest possible body that we can, or at least starting the journey to making, to moving from where we are to achieving our healthiest body. Before we go, I want to say, um, just to recognize that today, uh, one year ago, I lost a very special niece of mine, Miss Lucy, Lucy Vigilant Smith. And I want, just want to recognize Dwight and Angus and all her other siblings and my family as well. We lost a really beautiful soul. Well, not lost, she passed on. Um, and so this today is, is one year anniversary of that. So I wanted to just mention that. But um, uh, let's get back to the topic. Um, I want to take a quick break, and when I come back, we will be joined by Mr. Cyril Brown, the indigenous bushman. We'll be right back.
Hear the cry of Google. We are oppressed. So long we've been kept down. Remember, he said, it's good, good, rock, and we need mother transport. Oh, Bring back the milk and honey. Came to stand bush medicine. Bring back the milk and honey. Vanilla and cassava. Bring back the milk and honey. Coconut oil and cotton. Bring back the milk and honey. Oh, Bring Back the Milk and Honey by the Midnight Groovers, Chubby and his band, icons of Calas in Dominica. And so that song tonight is very fitting to our, our topic. As I said, tonight I want to explore and to help us um, unpack the idea of having a strong body to go along with our songed mind, uh, to help us pursue and to give us the best chance of achieving our goals and so i have a very accomplished person very well qualified person to speak about that because he is called the indigenous indigenous bushman he is also a martial artist so he can so he understands i i believe the full concept in all its facets of having a strong body so i want to extend a very warm welcome to you um, Cyril, the Bushman, um, to this weekend interview and TDN Radio. Welcome. Thank you for having me on your show, Anthony. I appreciate the opportunity to share my knowledge of holistic health with your audience tonight. Yes, um, and I, 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 so I explained why I thought that you would be the perfect person because to me, the last two weeks we deal with the mind. Um, encouraging people to take stock of their life where they are, decide what they want to achieve, and go about making a plan to achieve it. But for one thing, you have a hard time achieving your goals if you're not in a healthy state. And for two, even if you're able to achieve your goals, if you don't have the health, then it's almost useless because you, you're not able to enjoy it. So, so, Cyril, where I want to start tonight is to it's to really in a in a sort of like a holistic way. What do we mean when we say a strong body or, or a song body? What do we mean? My definition of a strong <clears throat> or a sound body, you know, is 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 a body that is capable of uh, you know waking up in the morning, um, not you know lacking energy or anything like that. Wake up in the morning, you're ready to go and uh, you get stuff done, uh, you're walking around, running around with, you know, zero to probably, you know, a little bit of pain because everybody experiences pain at some point. But, you know, when your body is fit, you really don't have time to feel certain pain, you know, 
and uh, you go about your business. You can, if you need to jog, if you need to walk, uh, if you need to to move around, you know, um, without being hindered, you know, by say your joints, you know, something in your body is aching, holding you back. Okay, so in a nutshell, you know, a healthy body or sound body needs to be in a certain a certain state, certain physical state where they could, um, they could manage stressful, you know, day-to-day situations as far you know as far as physicality is concerned. Right. Okay. So, what are the what are the different components per se of I how would you say the plan? Um, to get ourselves to a healthier state. I, I, I mean, I know you're the bushman, so we deal about the, 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 the use of herbs in that. You're also, I guess, a martial artist, so that so there's an aspect of, as you say, movement and and, and those kind of things. Um, if, if, for example, I were to come to you and, and you look at, or anybody would come to you, and you look at them and, and they, they say, you know, I, I, want to, I want to have a better body at the end of 2023, whatever that my definition or your definition of that is. What are some of the components that you would ask them to focus on? Well, some of the first questions I would ask, you know, if they have any, um, <coughs> excuse me, if they have, if they would have any, you know, physical uh, setbacks or physical drawbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, uh, I've had some prospective clients who wanted to wanted me to train them in martial arts, and you know, uh, some of the first questions I always ask, you know, how is how is your ankle? You know, do you have you know knee pain and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any pain you know in your hips, in your lower back, you know, your upper back, your shoulders, your wrists? your elbows right those are those are the main um the main joints right that we need to move around with right mm-hmm. right and uh based on their response um i would i would use that use the information they gave me to tailor mm-hmm. you know a, a specific workout for them and then i would focus on wherever is ailing them the most i would focus on that and try to strengthen it up mm-hmm. while obviously working on the other you know areas of the body but i would focus on that area first to get it up to par to meet the other parts of the body that are less uh strenuous or that that present less of a problem uh for them and then right. mm-hmm. start there and work on that and get it to a point where it's it can actually manage or sustain you know the the rigidity of the workout that uh, that is expected of of the uh, the the person, right? Now, well, once you've gotten them, so that so that so that that says that you would do uh, you would get design some kind of like a physical plan for them or a movement plan for them. Mm-hmm. What other what other areas would you also focus on? Diet, um, nutrients, what what? Well, after that, before we even talk about, you know, nutrients and, um, and the diet part of it, mm-hmm. 
uh, I would focus on on their mental ability. Okay. Okay, because martial arts involves you know discipline, you know comprehension, because there are instructions given verbally, and sometimes there is no verbal you know instructions. You know, I would do something and ask them to do it. You know, and then follow. So there is the mental aspect of it as well. It's not just the physical. So mm -hmm. the physical needs to be uh, in par with the mental aspect because they have mm -hmm. to understand what is being uh, taught to them. Okay, uh, they need to be able to understand left from right and up from down and you know back and front and mm -hmm. stuff like mm -hmm. that. So the physicality right. goes with the mental stability of the person and how they comprehend uh, instructions and stuff like that. Right. And then keep, keep going in terms of the different aspects of that. Of, of, you know? mm -hmm. And then uh, once, once we get those two components, uh, you know, on a plan, or, you know, we get to understand, all right, the physicality of it, and then the mental aspect of it then we start we start on the physical as far as training is concerned mm -hmm. okay we start we start with a few a uh, few moves um and then i kind of judge the person to see how much how much uh pressure right they, they could bear at a certain uh at a certain time Right. Say, for instance, if we have to work out 45 minutes, then I have to compound everything into that 45 minutes for them in the plan that I have, you know, uh, set up for them. And then after that first day, then I can analyze and see, you know, where I need to adjust, if I need to boost certain areas or take it easy on, on you know, other areas. And uh, then we take it from there. All right. So different people are going to come and come to you at different capabilities, different um, stages. Mm -hmm. So, so in the audience, for example, we may have somebody who has trouble getting off their bed or getting up from their chair, or they may be recovering from an injury, or maybe they've had a limp or a bad shoulder for for the longest while, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, talk to these people. Talk how because the objective not, may not be necessarily to get them in a martial arts program, but anybody. Because last week when we had Dr. Triprian, one of the things that she said was that you start where you are, mm -hmm. uh, and and so talk to the person who might be saying, "Well, it's all well and good. You're talking to folks who can go running or go jogging or peak <laughs> or whatever it is. I can barely get up from the chair that I'm sitting in." Right. Um, how do we approach that to tell everybody that what we're talking about is for them, no matter what their current condition is, they can always aspire to make their body stronger, make their body healthier? Absolutely. And th there, is always, there, there is always a program for people you know, who are not very mobile, mm -hmm. or for people who can't really sustain strenuous, you know, uh, movements. So let's say, for instance, uh, someone's uh, in a wheelchair, for, for example, 
let's mm-hmm. say you know the person has an amputated leg and they only have one to work with well if for some reason that's all that's the matter with them uh we can work on the upper body okay in the wheelchair you could actually do uh sit-ups in a wheelchair you know i've seen it done i haven't done it but i'm pretty sure uh it's doable because i've seen it done um you know certain movements um Mm -hmm. for instance you're in a wheelchair as an example again there are some things you can do with your arms right you can move your arms up and down you know parallel right you can do shoulder rolls okay can work on shoulder rolls we can work the obliques you know leaning left to right can work the obliques and we could also do punches right providing that the uh that person you know the only issue they have is an an amputated leg and they're in a wheelchair right or let's let's discuss uh someone who's in a wheelchair but you know they may have shoulder pain they may have neck pain they may have lower back pain right it may be difficult for them to to maneuver around and do certain movements that's going to be a little more challenging or a lot more challenging mm-hmm. all right so there may be some um, lighter exercises they can do for instance if the person has a uh, a shoulder that's uh that's painful mm-hmm. okay in in movement okay for instance if they're not able to raise the arm like this on on their own without any help then one thing they can do is use the other hand hold on to the arm and you know bring it up support it okay bring it down and same thing with the other side okay you can always do simple little things like this all right right and they have shoulder issues now if they have lower back pain <clears throat> that's going to be a little more difficult because you're sitting constantly mm-hmm. all the right. time uh-huh. there is pressure on your pelvic area if it's a guy his prostate is under under pressure all the time if it's a female her reproductive uh, organs are constantly under pressure it's a very sedentary situation to be in so it's a little bit harder for the lower back right. the lower back if you have pain down there and you sit in all the time whether you're in your bed or in a wheelchair it doesn't have to be a wheelchair only but i'm just using that as an example um for lower lower back pain okay you can you have shoulder issues as well you can rest your arms on your thighs okay and you can twist left to right slowly and that will actually help relieve um the pain down there in your lower back and you go left to right without any pressure on your shoulders right okay so so that's another way um for the people who who are not some kind of limitation in terms of their physical yes yeah so so i i have to take a quick break Mm -hmm. we're going to take a break here from the sponsors when we come back um we, if you have anything additional on on fitness and physical movement, we can talk about that. But I'm anxious yeah. to go into the the intake part. What we put in our mouths is so impactful on on our general condition. 
that I want to spend some time on that. So let's take a quick break, get a word from the sponsors, and we'll be right back. Presented by. People say I've got a great smile. Well, I have to say, this is all thanks to the professional team at Beacon Dental Group right here in Dorchester, Massachusetts. I've got world-class dental care. Beacon Dental Group has expert and caring staff dedicated to providing the most advanced and satisfactory treatment in all aspects of oral health. Their services are designed to meet your needs and give you a perfect smile, too. General checkups, cosmetic surgery, Gemini laser service, and advanced procedures, all in a state-of-the-art facility. Call or visit Beacon Dental Group today, 1026 Blue Hill Avenue, Dorchester, Massachusetts, or call 617-282-2146 for a smile that lights the world. If you live in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K., and are looking for Dominica products including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. Looking to promote your business, engage current customers, and reach new people? Well, look no further. From the basic presentation to a fully-fledged advertisement, use your video ads to attract customers. At Man's Audiovisual Productions, we do just that. We produce videos for business and event promotions, product demo videos, animated explainer videos, fundraiser ads, and much, much more. Engage your clients and sell online. We customize the video to match your brand design. Guaranteed to play flawless on all devices, including smart TVs. Contact us at telephone number 203-690-4342 or 767-245-6238. Visit our website, mansaudiovisual.com. Or email us at derekvideo at gmail.com. Hey, it's Lisa J, and I'm going to be on Dissect on January 21st at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 8 p.m. Caribbean Time. Make sure you tune in at the Island Therapy YouTube page as well as the Island Therapy Facebook page and tdntv.net. See you there. All right, welcome back. I want to say thank you to our sponsors, Beacon Dental Health, by DominicaOnline.com, Man's Audiovisual. They do all our graphic work. They partner with us all the time. Um, they can do it from your flyers all the way to a full fledged production. Look up for them, man's audiovisual, man's with a double N, M, A, 
NN, man's audiovisual. Um, you won't regret the work that they do for you. They're very, very professional. Um, my guest tonight is Cyril Brong. He's known as the indigenous Bushman. And I brought him on because tonight we're focusing on the body. The body is the vehicle, is the tool that you use to pursue your objective and your goals. Even if you you one in a chair writing it down, if you're thinking about it, the fact is that you have to have the energy to wake up in the morning. You have to have the motivation to stay pursuing it. And you have to, most of us have to get up and go out and get it. And so we give our best, our goals, the best chance of being achieved by having a body that can support our quest for our goals. And um, what we were saying before the break was that um, the idea is to make progress towards improving your condition, no matter what condition you are in. The objective is to improve the condition. So if in general, most of us are average, but we kind of lazy to get up in the morning, we, at the end of the night, we pass out in our bed, we fall asleep at every chance we get. How do you increase your energy level to, to really be, to really increase your go-getter? If you have a little too much weight, what can you do to get yourself a little more fit? If you have high blood pressure or diabetes or any one of those chronic illnesses, you have painful joints, you have arthritis, what can you do to make your life more pleasant? by increasing the condition of your body. And so we have uh, Mr. Cyril Brown, who, and who is an expert in both the intake part in terms of, in terms of he calls himself the Bushman. So I imagine he has a whole host of information about the herbs and, all, and the healing powers of the herbs and his, how it can support your general conditioning. And he's also a martial arts expert. And so he can help us um, to think about how we can improve our, whole, our own physical condition. So, Cyril, um, I want us to get to the part where we, we are using herbs. But when I say herbs, I don't just mean like we go pick a couple of leaves, or you will tell me, and, and make a tea. Um, I'm thinking about our food, you know? Yeah. Um, what we take into our body in general. Um, how do you how do you approach that to me? Let's say I come to you and you say, oh, my, you know, my grandparents and they used to give me bushy and stuff when I was young, but now I want to get back on track. Um, how do you how same thing I ask you about physicality? How do you how do you go about helping me to get on track with taking in healthy stuff? Before I get into into that part of it, uh, I always want to remind everyone, and I have to say this as an herbalist, that I am not a doctor or a medical professional. Right. I'm an herbal chemist, holistic okay. health educator and a researcher. I do not prescribe meds, nor do I provide medical advice. My work is informational and educational. Okay, so someone, someone contacts me, hey, Bushman, um, you know, I have a headache, right? We're just going to use headache as an example. Sure. I have mm -hmm. a headache. Well, first of all, uh, there are about nine different types of headaches, you know, and uh, for headaches, uh, different herbs will work based on the type of headache the person is experiencing. Right. Okay. And, um, and each body 
is different. Each body is going to respond differently uh, to the same herb. Okay, that right. would would most likely take care of the problem that they have in. So I like to have a consultation. I always do a consultation. Uh, I don't just sell you a bag of herb and you go on your way. I want you to get well. So I gather information in the uh, consultation and I ask certain questions to determine exactly, to pinpoint the issue to the best of my ability. That way I could go ahead and set up a good plan for what is ailing you specifically, okay? Not just, oh, I have a headache, and then here, take some ginger. The ginger may not work. Uh, the person may need skull cap, or the person may need cayenne, okay? But we have to know exactly what type of headaches. Is it a cluster headache? Is it a migraine headache? Is it a sinus headache? You know what I mean? Right. So that's where, that's where the consultation part comes in to find out exactly what's going on before right. we before we move on to say hey take this herb take this or take that now now in terms of general support of general good health for example um if somebody say okay you have to take care of your eyes you have to take care of your circulation you have to take care of your heart mm -hmm. you have to take care of your joints um where does somebody start trying to untangle what what kind of um, herbs or natural medication that can help them in just staying healthy? Well, before they even do that, um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> there are a few things that we have to keep in mind. Right. Personally, is at a certain stage in life where they're beginning to get ill. Right? right. Things are starting to happen in their body that they don't understand. Okay. <clears throat> so the first thing, very important, that we need to pay attention to is what we eat, what we put in our mouth. The second thing is how much do we eat? The third thing is what time of the day that we eat. And last but not least, the frequency of our meals. That's very, very, so very important. Can you can you go through each one of those? I know everybody is different, but can you go through each one of those in in general? Yes, yeah, and it, again, each body is different. All right, guys. So this is this more of a general uh, analysis there, if you will. Okay, <clears throat> so pay attention to what you eat. Okay, we we eat way too much junk. We not junk food, just junk, because junk is not food. You have food and you have, <laughs> and you have junk. junk. So you're not calling it junk food. You're just no. calling it junk. <laughs> because okay. food is food. <laughs> All right, I get that. And junk is junk. So we eat way too much junk, okay? Because junk, what they call junk food, is loaded, is loaded with overly processed sugars. Overly processed sugars, which, you know, which brings on the onset of diabetes and liver disease. Okay, so when one consumes excess sugar, and our sugars should come from our food, you know, melons, you know, papayas, mangoes, and stuff like that, fruits. That's where our sugars should come from, sugar cane. Consuming excess sugar leads to insulin resistance. 
right? And insulin resistance is a precursor to type 2 diabetes, a fatty liver and cardiovascular disease. Okay, and, and once you get to that point, you know, type 2 diabetes can harm the blood vessels in your heart, in your brain, and in your kidneys. Okay, and that could also cause, uh, you know, high cholesterol, the cholesterol levels to go higher than normal. You know, so the, when, when you, uh, when you figure out what to eat, okay, what to eliminate from your diet or your food regimen, I would prefer to call it because I don't like the word diet. You figure out what to filter out, right? The, what's causing high cholesterol like pork, you know, beef, uh, canola, canola oil, all those bad omega-6 oils, right? When we need omega-3s, which is the, the healthy fats, and we get that from, you know, avocados. Avocados have a lot of omega-3s. And for some of some of us who like to eat fish, we have the smaller fish like sardines and tuna and herring, right? That that have healthy fats in them. And we can we can do those. Okay. The next thing is the time of day that we eat. Okay, for me, when I wake up in the morning, I wake up really early. First thing I do is make a cup of tea. And I have a lot of herbs, so I have a lot of options. Okay, I drink a cup of tea before I do anything else. Typically, what kind of tea do you drink? Right. In the morning, uh, when, when one wakes up, their body is a little bit warm, right? Because you, you have slept over the night. Your body temperature is warm, but once you wake up, when you start moving around, then you develop what is called a cold constitution. Okay, your, your body now starts getting cold because you've digested all your food over, over the night. Uh, your liver has done all its uh, detoxification. So now you need to warm your body up. Okay, so I may go for ginger tea, or I may go for something like um, moringa tea. Or I may do, may do some cinnamon. Okay, but there are, there are mornings when you wake up and your body is warm and you're hot and you want to cool it down. Then you can go for something like hibiscus. Or you could go for something like, um, where is it? Chamomile, which is another cooling herb. It, it, it tames things down. Or you could go for uh, some vervain, which is another cooling herb, okay? And then what, what you normally want to do, and, and I'm speaking from experience, after I, I've had my cup of tea in the morning, I don't eat until I have eliminated. I have to clay my bowels before I eat anything in the morning. And the, the tea, the warm tea will help break that down and, and let it out of my system. So the time of day you eat, okay, what, you know, in general, you want to plan your breakfast within an hour or so after waking up, because now your body is ready to receive food, you have eliminated all the waste and all that stuff, right? That way, 
And it depends on when you wake up too, right? So we have to be mindful of when you wake up. If you wake up 11.30 in the morning, I mean, that's not breakfast anymore. That's a lunch, all right? Mm-hmm. But, right. you know, if you wake up 6, 7 o'clock early morning, you know, a typical day, okay? Uh, the reason you want to eat about an hour after you've woken up is to not is to not blend any morning snacks into into that that space on, on time okay like some people eat a second breakfast and then they have lunch and then they have a snack then they have dinner okay so that that's a good gauging mechanism so to speak you know, you wake up, you take your tea. Some people drink water in the morning, and that's what works for them, and it's fine. Some people cannot drink tea, and that is understandable. Some people like some warm water with lemon in there, and that's what does it for them. And that's perfectly all right, because each body is different. Okay? So, when you measure... The time that you take your meals, it gives your body a chance to metabolize and break down the food that you eat. Okay, the food is going to have most likely protein and fat, you know, those are needed. And there's always going to be sugar and sodium and starch, right? Those are always going to be, you know, in, in, in your food somewhere, okay? So it will give your body enough time to break down the food, metabolize everything, and get you ready for your next meal. Now, some people go two, three, four times, five times a day. Some people go once. Okay? Now, after you've had breakfast, and that's generally speaking, after you've had breakfast, lunch should be about four, maybe five hours after breakfast. Because that gives your body a chance to break down the breakfast and then relax. Those muscles need to relax. Okay, your abdominal muscles, they need to relax. You need to give your your organs a, a chance to chill out after you've eaten. Because once you eat, everything expands. Okay, you have to give it time to contract back into place and let it rest. Right. Okay, so that's why you should give yourself a few hours before you before you eat lunch after breakfast. So as an example, if you have lunch uh, breakfast at seven, you know, try about eleven, twelve-ish to uh, eat your your lunch. Okay, but again, if you're not, if that's not something that you're accustomed of doing and you're just starting off. Do not force the point. Take your time. And work your way towards that. Yes, work your mm-hmm. way up to that because it's not easy. Your taste buds are going to be like, hey, you know, you always eat ice cream about 10 o'clock until that you're not eating ice cream. What's wrong? Your body's going to respond to that. So it takes time. Have patience. But you need consistency. Right. You can't give up because you, you have a goal. You set a goal like, all right. I'm going to try this because what I'm doing at the present moment is not working for me. Right. Okay. okay. The other thing is, mm-hmm. uh, 
try really hard, and, and that's everyone that, that could hear my voice. And that is important. Try really hard to not eat right before bed. Try to not eat right before bed, and I'll tell you why. Even if each body is different, if you eat right before bed, you're overworking your liver. Because at night, while you are asleep, you shouldn't be asleep at night, your liver is working, it's doing repair work. Your liver is detoxifying your body. Okay? Say, for instance, you have uh, damaged tissue or you have bruises somewhere, you have a cut somewhere, or you have a burn somewhere. All that healing takes place at night. While you sleep. Now, if you eat right before bed, what's going to happen is, and every time you eat, you get a sugar spike. Right? And once you get a sugar spike, your pancreas is going to activate and shoot insulin to keep the, the sugar from getting too high. And now your liver is going to forget all the repair work and all the detoxification that it should be doing and it's going to attend to that glucose you just introduced to your body. And now the liver is not doing the cleanup work it should be doing. So that's the reason it's very, very, very important to not eat right before bed. That's something that has to be worked on. So that, so like if somebody is noticing that maybe when they get a cut or a scratch or a bruise, it takes a little longer to heal, that may be something they can focus on, that they, their liver is not getting the chance to focus on healing because it's, it's, it's working on digesting food and dealing with blood sugar. Mm -hmm. Okay. That could, be, that could be a reason, um, providing the person is not full-blown diabetic. Right. Because if they're full-blown diabetic and they have a, a cut, a sore, it may never heal. So, you know, but providing they are not diabetic and they see that, that wound is taking longer than normal to heal and they're eating at night right before bed, that could well be the problem. Right. Okay. So, so when you wake up, take your chauffeur less stomach, like my parents used to say, <laughs> <laughs> drink a little bush tea, have breakfast, try to have a gap of four to five hours between breakfast and lunch. And then your last meal of the night, of the day, should be what? Two hours, three hours before bed? Uh, about three to four hours before bed. About three to four hours before bed. Yeah. Wow, okay. And then what you can do before bed, uh, what my mom used to do for me that I never, ever forgot, all those lessons she taught me as a child, every night we'll get a cup of bush tea. Every single night, Anthony, we would get a cup of herbal tea. No nights get skipped. Every night we had, and uh, we would sleep very soundly. Right. We'd go right. to sleep and wake up feeling really refreshed, ready to roll. I mean, you know, as a young person, you <laughs> when you wake up, you're ready to go anywhere, right? You right. So, so you eat your dinner. Mm -hmm. About four hours before you go to bed, and then you drink. You can drink some tea like an hour before, but with no sugar. Is that what it is? It depends. 
each person is different. Each body is mm -hmm. different. Some people are okay with sugar, a little bit of sugar. Mm -hmm. Okay. Some people cannot take sugar at night and you shouldn't. You really should not take a lot of sugar again. You get an uh, a glucose spike right. to take sugar, right? right. That you're going to get a little spike. It may not harm you, but it's going to spike. And then your pancreas is going to activate again insulin. Your liver again is going to, you know, attend to that. Right. So, so, so a lot of people get used to having sweet, the sweet taste on their mouth, on their tongue. Um, how do you go about having folks address that to, to maybe retrain your taste buds not to expect, or your brain not to, to get accustomed to having that sweetness in your tea, in your jams that you eat, and your pastries? And how, how, do, how do people go about managing that? That's a hard one. And I can speak from experience. It took me a while to uh, to adjust uh, to to sugars, you know. And I've been working on myself personally for the last eighteen years, you know, and nonstop. And uh, that was one of the hardest things to to uh, to get rid of, right? Okay, so you're accustomed to tasting sugar, okay? Excuse me, you are. Uh, for instance, let me give you an example. Um, tomato ketchup has a lot of sugar, but you really don't taste it. You know, you, you mostly taste the salt and the other chemicals in there, but it has a lot of sugar because it takes a lot of sugar to, um, to preserve food. Way more sugar than you would use salt. Okay, so it takes right. a lot of sugar. Mm -hmm. But what I would advise people um, to get off the uh, that sugar train, right? Uh, you have to retrain your taste buds. You mm -hmm. have to fight it. Okay, you have to write what you want to do. Write it down. Say, for instance, all right, uh, for this month, I want to intake less sugar, but my taste buds won't let me. So you keep a calendar or a journal and you write down how much sugar you're going to use, okay, per day, or if you're gonna use honey. So you wanna eliminate white sugars. And by the way, there are like uh, tens and tens of different sugars, okay? Sugar is just com like the common name. Mm -hmm. um, you have fructose, you have glucose, you have dextrose. I mean, there's a bunch of them. So, you you wanna you wanna keep a journal, and if you are accustomed to putting a tablespoon of sugar in your tea, in your herbal tea that you're destroying with that sugar, what you wanna do? You wanna wean yourself off of that, and you wanna use a teaspoon, which is a third of a tablespoon. You wanna now drop it down because. If you just stop abruptly, it's going to cause confusion in your brain. And you may just jump right back into your tablespoon of sugar. All right, so you put a teaspoon, you, you eliminate the white sugar, you get some honey, you get brown sugar, and you put a teaspoon. Now, you're working with a teaspoon of sugar, okay? And you give that some time and 
you let it build up and then okay you're gonna feel you're gonna start feeling it then you go less and less and less sugar and one time just tell yourself hey i'm gonna really try to drink this cup of herbal tea that's gonna help me health-wise um and drink some of it without sugar and let me see how my brain will receive it you know and and you have to have determination you need to have determination you need to have a plan you need to have discipline you need to tell yourself if this is what i want i am going to work on it it doesn't just happen you have to work on it slowly it, but surely you and the truth is it. that once you give your body a chance it will adjust yes it will yes. adjust uh cyril in terms of your frequency of eating there's a lot of folks who talk about fasting different mm -hmm. types of fasting fast every other day i have um tanya is putting that question what are your thoughts on the latest craze of intermittent fasting is it recommended <laughs> fasting is very good and uh I, I have fasted for 14 days straight and and let me let me explain that uh, when i say fast no cooked food no solid food it was just water herbal teas natural juices right not store-bought juices natural juices and vegetable soups nothing hard everything just liquidy right for 14 days no bread no dashing no tanya no green bananas no plantain none of that stuff okay 14 days good day number five man i'm like i have to eat <laughs> <laughs> I did not because it, it gets to that point where you get tested. And once you once you overcome that temptation, man, the, the, the next level, you feel so good. You are accomplishing something. So intermittent fasting, coming back to the uh, the person who posted the question, intermittent fasting is good. Okay, where you could have some problems though when you fast is if your blood sugar tends to drop because you need sugar, your brain needs sugar, your brain has to have sugar. If you don't get enough sugar in your system, your brain is going to shut down. Okay, so you have to be mindful of when you are not eating so what do you do before you go on a fast i would recommend go to a doctor get some blood work done know where your your glucose levels are and take it from there start there because you don't want to hurt yourself okay you if you don't get enough sugar in your brain you're going to start feeling woozy right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then you may get blurry vision and stuff like that because your your sugar levels are too low. Okay, so be careful if you want to go on on a fasting regimen, whether it's intermittent or it's, you know, a whole week without anything. I would suggest that you go see a medical doctor and let them know what your plan is. 
and do some blood work. Know where you are. Know where your blood uh, glucose levels are at the time. What are some of the benefits of fasting? Good question. One of the benefits of fasting is that it teaches you discipline. And the one of the really good things about fasting is that it helps you clear your mind. Because now you have little, very little food in here, right? Your organs are relaxed. Okay, there is no tension. And then it, it actually clears your mind. I've, I've done it. I've fasted for 14 days. You become so calm. You become so cool. You become so collective. Your, your inner vibrations become so high. And, and you radiate, you radiate a, a certain level of frequencies that people, people are drawn to you in a good way. People actually are drawn to you. My experience with fasting for 14 days has done that for me. It has, it has helped me uh, to clear my mind, to just be at peace in myself. Just, just, just me, just, just me and, and, and my peace within. Okay, so mm -hmm. it has done that for me. The other thing, um, as mental wise, not physical, physical wise, right? It helps your organs, your digestive system that works so hard because every time you eat, man, your digestive system is working, it's working, it's working. You have to give it a break. Your digestive system is going to really love you when you give it a break. It's going to love you. So what, what period, okay, so after somebody has checked their, their doctor and they decide, um, they make the decision that a fasting might be something that works for them. Mm -hmm. I know there are different types of fasting, but as say, like some people say, okay, I will, I will go 12 hours without eating every day or a, a certain period, every other day I will stretch the time between my meals and so on. What um, what are some of the what are what are some of the things that that would include like a a decent fasting regimen? Are you asking um, what types of foods? What type of well, in terms of time periods, foods as well. Time if periods. they're, if they're okay. foods, but what time periods? Yeah. Okay, in in between when you ingest whatever it is. Right when you when you when you when you deprive your body of food, is oh, there like okay. a minimum? length of time to make it even qualify as a fast um again it it, it depends mm -hmm. it it depends some people would eat two meals per day where they mm -hmm. normally used to eat three meals and you know two snacks or whatever and they could break it down um you wake up in the morning you drink your tea you you eat some fruit Right, and don't eat cold fruit in the morning because your body, you know, needs to warm up. Um, you eat some fruit, and then you're gonna feel hungry. I'm telling you, especially with fruit. <laughs> if you eat a, a whole fruit salad in the morning, in, in an hour or so, you are going to feel hunger pains. You drink some tea, or you crank up your juicer. Okay, you prep. Okay, you get your carrots, you get your citrus. 
you get your ginger, you get some turmeric, and you get some um, powdered cinnamon, and you have everything there so you can do that. So let's say, for instance, you wake up in the morning and you juice a green juice. You do a green juice, right? And you drink that. You can, and you're fasting, give yourself a few hours. Okay, again, you have to have discipline, though, because you are going to feel hungry. And then you're trying to reach for something. Drink some water. At that point, you feel like, hey, I want to eat. Drink some water. Drink some herbal tea. Give yourself a few hours. And then you make another smoothie or whatever else you're making, whatever you plan out for your day. All right, a few hours. And you could do that for the rest of the day. <clears throat> do not. Do not eat right before bed, even if you're fasting. Right. So, so a few uh -huh. hours in between could 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 suffice. Again, each each body is so different. Again, so again, it is is giving your body less than it's accustomed to. It's in in less general, than it's too. accustomed to very okay. good. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, couple of the questions before before we have to close. Men and women. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of all women get fibroids. Right. A lot of our women suffer, not suffer, but experience symptoms of menopause. Do you have any general herb that might soothe um, or even menstrual cramps or something? Do you have any herbs in that, in, uh, although everybody is different, but in general, that may help alleviate some of those distresses for our women? Fibroids especially is so rampant among all folks yeah fibroids uh fibroids uh, for some reason have been um have been destroying our sisters lately man as of late it's it's really terrible it's a horrible thing um sisters with fibroids um there are there are different herbs that sisters could use and, uh, you know, I, I work with some clients who have fibroids and uh, they've been getting great results. Um, one, of, one of the herbs is uh, ginger. Ginger is pretty good. Now, we have to bear in mind that uh, as a chemist, as an herbal chemist, right, uh, you, you formulate you formulate herbal blends, right? To do a specific job, mm -hmm. which, which one herb by itself cannot actually do the job. Even the herb is good for taking care of, say the fibroids like ginger, right? But when you mix it with turmeric, right? And you throw some um, uh, soursop leaves, Toss some sour sap leaves in there, you get stuff like burdock and barberry root, right? And and you formulate, okay, and you formulate a good a good herbal blend, it it will be more, <clears throat> excuse me, it will be more effective than if you just use ginger by itself or um, the uh, cinnamon bark by itself. Right. Right. Okay. So so that's where. You know, that's why I come in as an herbal chemist, and that's what I do. I, I formulate herb, right. herb blends to uh, for stuff this, like this that. This might be a good chance to tell the audience where they can find you, where they can contact you, um, 
for 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 one-on-one -on -one consultation. Yeah, you, you can reach me at uh, my phone number. Uh, it's 904-729-5571 is my business line. And Say it again. 904-729-5571. Okay. And uh, you can WhatsApp me or you can uh, send me a text message. And you can also reach me on my Facebook page, Indig Indigenous Bushman, and you can send me a DM and, uh, and we can talk. Okay. So do you have, do you have anything that um, for somebody who is in general, again, each person is different, but in general, somebody who may be having menstrual cramps or, or um, hot flashes, I know those yes. two different conditions. But yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, passion flower. Passion flower. As the flower with passion fruit, right? Yes, the passion fruit. Yeah. Uh, the passion fruit mm -hmm. vine. Uh, mm -hmm. You have the purple one, and then you have the white. I'm gonna call it white, the one that's not purple. Uh, those mm -hmm. flowers before they start, you know, uh, before the um, the fruit starts the actually, fruit. you mm -hmm. know, developing. You know, you can pick those flowers. And also there is an herb, uh, cleavers, okay? That's cleavers powder. That's pretty good for that. Um, cinnamon <clears throat> is pretty good for menstrual cramps. Ginger is good. Ginger is always good. <clears throat> now, if uh, a, a cautionary word about cinnamon, right? Cinnamon will increase uh, menstrual bleeding even if it's good for the cramps. So if you if you are having some, you know, excess menstrual bleeding, you probably don't want to use cinnamon too much. Right. Okay. Right. And and that's where that's where people like me come in where we could formulate that's where the consultation comes in. Yes, exactly. Yes. There you All go. Right. You can still have no. the cinnamon but at you know very, very little portions. Very little. Right. So, so, so folks, folks, I encourage you to, to reach out to the Bushman, you get a consultation and I'm sure there is something that he can recommend, even if it's just to have a taste, a delicious tea to take in the morning mm -hmm. and at bedtime. For the men, especially for the, a lot of the men in my audience are slightly older um, and they have concerns about their prostate, one, and they also have concerns about their their libido and their and their sex drive um, and their ability to have sex. What do you what what in general can you recommend to to the men? First, first things first, guys, for your prostate, go to the doctor, do some blood work. Know where your numbers are. That's that's the first move before you can even even before the doctor gives you <clears throat> medication for your prostate if you need it. Yeah, that's the, not to interrupt you, but that is something I we stress every year. Yes, we tell men and uh, we tell men to go and get your prostate checked. Mm -hmm. We tell women to go to go to your OBGYN doctor. 
um, and we yes. tell them to do their colonoscopy every four to five years or, or, or consult their doctor will tell them how frequently you need to do it. We stress that all the time. But all go ahead time. and talk to me about your prostate. Yes, gentlemen, <clears throat> go to the doctor, get, a, get blood work done because most of you don't like the finger and that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. You can do some blood work. Okay, no, no way your numbers are for your prostate. Then you could start talking to your doctor or your herbalist about, <clears throat> about a plan to maintain the size of your prostate so it doesn't swell bigger. Because when you have a, a swollen prostate, it's really, really, really embarrassing. It's an embarrassing thing when your prostate is swollen. You can't pee. Uh, you always want to pee and you just can't, it just won't come out, you know, and you're forcing and, and those muscles are working extra hard. Now, if you have, um, if you have a swollen prostate, guys, don't sit too much. Don't be too sedentary. It puts pressure on your pelvic floor and guess where your prostate is. Just right there where you sit and your prostate is right down there. And you're putting pressure on it. If if you observe, and you know, I, I like to pay attention to my body. Men in general, when you want to pee, and you're sitting down, that posture, that position, act, actually, not stop, but it hinders the pee from coming. As soon as you stand up, boom, the sensation comes right because there is pressure down there. Mm -hmm. All right. So go to the doctor, check your, your prostate, make sure it's good. If it's not okay, then you start on a plan. If you want to take drugs, it's up to you. You have a choice. Your health is your responsibility, like I always say. Uh, some people don't like dealing with herbalists, but that's fine. That's your choice, and, it's, and that's fine too. But I still want you guys to go and check your prostate. It's important. Your prostate is swollen. It's hard to satisfy your lady. It is very, very hard to satisfy your lady with a really swollen prostate. Prostate cancer will kill you if you don't take care of it. I see it all the time. I'm a researcher. I research a lot. Every day I'm doing research. I'm coming across statistics. Man, we are failing when it comes to our prostate and when it comes to our general health, fellas. We have to do better. The, the women are beating us when it comes to health and checking the health and keeping it in check and being more motivated to staying healthy. Guys, we have to do better. Seriously, your prostate is important. If you lose your prostate, you can't satisfy your queen. There's nothing you can do for your queen at that moment when you had a chance to fix the problem okay and so just because you if for instance your prostate is swollen it doesn't mean that you have prostate cancer okay it doesn't mean that it's just swollen because some people do okay with a swollen prostate as long as it doesn't swell big enough to constrict the urethra to a point where you know the your urine doesn't pass out doesn't come out and some people live pretty much okay with their prostate swollen it just you know they just maintain 
you know, solid health and make sure they're on top of their prostate every year. Go do your general checkup. Take your herbs if you're taking, if you're using herbs. Get your turmeric. Mix it up with ginger. All right, get some cayenne because what, what those herbs do, those are hot, those are hot, fiery herbs, right? What they do is um, they expand <clears throat> the blood vessels to allow, you know, more blood flow, increase circulation, right? Cayenne pepper, right? Increase circulation. You can make cayenne tea. You can put cayenne in your food. You can sprinkle some powdered cayenne on your, on your salad. It expands those, vet, those blood vessels. It, it increases circulation. You have herbs like ginkgo, like feverfew. Feverfew is a really good herb. It's good for headaches too, right? Um, herbs like ginger, cayenne, like I said before. Those are hot herbs and they will help, right? Expand those blood vessels because for your penis to get an erection, you need blood to flow down there. All right. Right. And if your prostate and so is. So give out your number again. I want you to give out your number again because you, I'm sure you 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 have those herbs that you mentioned, and you have the good quality herbs, not necessarily what you might pick up in any store. Right. That may have been there for ten years, uh, or may not be kept in a sanitary condition, and so on. And of course, if they consult with you, you can actually give them in proportion that that would make sense in terms of blending the different herbs. So mm -hmm. I want you to give out your number again. Area code 904-729-5571. And right. you could always find right. me on Facebook, uh, Indigenous Bushman, and, and I'm right a, there. do a DM, certainly. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we could go on all night, but the, 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 the thing about it is that I think we've gotten the message to the folks. You want the strongest body that you can have possible. Mm -hmm. So you start where you are. If you're young and springy, you want to maintain that and even enhance it. If you're starting having challenges, you want to arrest that and reverse it as much as possible. Yes. If you're already at a state where it's starting to affect you, you can look for some improvements. And it involves paying attention to what you eat, being aware of what you eat. This is, we declare January Awareness Month. So being aware of where you are. Go to your doctor, get a, find out where you are. That's all what the Bushman has been telling you. And when you find out where you are, you can contact him, do a consultation. He will get some information from you and he will help guide you. Not as a doctor, he, he says he's a herbal chemist, yeah. And we all of us grew up with the with the with the with the knowledge that our parents used to go out in the yard and pick leaves to help us to ameliorate to to alleviate most of the ills that 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 struck us at the time. And so we know that there's some benefit to be had. We know there's tremendous benefit possible. So so listeners, that is where we are. You, you want to have the best and strongest body that you can have. You start where you are. You cannot say, boy, no, you start where you are. Because mm -hmm. our body is very forgiving. We could have abused our bodies for 10 years 
and we discipline and try something for one month and we're amazed at, at how well our body will result, will, will respond, I want to say. So we we are coming, we are pretty much flat out of time. We've taken an extra, we, we've, we've indulged in taking an extra half hour of your time, um, Cyril. I, I want you to just wrap it up, put everything in a nutshell about folks having that sound mind in a strong body, or we can reverse it, have a strong mind in a song body, have a song mind in a strong body. Either one you want to put it, the two of them go hand in hand. Yes. And optimally, you get optimal results. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I want to end <clears throat> with, with uh, you know, my story just a little bit, just so people understand. You know, I, I, I use my experience to explain to people how, how certain things go. 12 years mm -hmm. ago, <clears throat> 12 years ago, I was involved in an auto accident and I will truncate it so I don't take up too much time. I no, was no, involved in a really bad car accident and mm -hmm. uh, went to the, the hospital. They did x-rays. Uh, they had me on pain meds. I had to have pain meds because my spine was damaged. Um, I had I ended up with two degenerated discs in my neck. You know, I had serious back pain. Um, I spent the night in the hospital. I went home the next day. And the first morning that I woke up after I went home, I couldn't get out of bed on my own. Okay, at that time, I was already training in martial arts. I was already a black belt in martial arts. And um, I went through therapy. Uh, I started seeing a chiropractor. I went to the chiropractor, he did x-rays, and I uh, said, all right, I will call you when the x-ray results are ready. He calls me in, I go to his office, and I walk in there, he looks at the x-ray results, and he looks at me, and he looks at it, and he looks at, at me, and he's like, how did you get to the office and you're not in a wheelchair? That was his question to me, because the results of the x-ray right, showed that I should have been in a wheelchair, rolling into his office for treatment. And he was astonished, like, like, what's going on with you? Then we started talking and we're talking. And when I told him I'm a martial artist, he said, oh, you are physically active. That's why you're not in a wheelchair at this moment. And when he showed me the x-ray, I still have a copy of my x-ray. My spine was badly busted up, you know, and uh, I did physical therapy, chiropractic care, no drugs, herbs, physical therapy, chiropractic care, three years. I did three years straight because I knew what I wanted. I could not be on drugs. I don't like drugs. That's all I did for three years. And now 10, 12 years later, no degenerated disc. My spine is aligned. My shoulders were like this. My right shoulder was down. This one was up. And now I have like zero pain. I could do anything physically that I want to. And that was it, no drugs, just herbs, physical therapy, chiropractic care. Okay, real short, truncated, and that is why I want to encourage everyone who's listening to me. 
find a way to start exercising. Like Anthony said, start where you are. Start where you are. Find somebody who you know works out, go whether it's at the gym or they do it at home or wherever. Find somebody who's gonna help you and motivate you to keep moving because when you move, your lymph is gonna move because every time you move your muscles, your lymph moves up back to your heart and then your heart pushes it back out to the blood where it goes to the kidneys and the liver and then it comes out as urine and feces, right? But if you don't move, your lymph is going to stagnate and stay in your body. You're gonna get stagnant, it's gonna be stagnant, you're gonna get tired, you'll be always fatigued will be always drained, you won't have any energy. So exercise, find a way to exercise. I have an, an exercise program that I'm doing on Zoom. Contact me, let's talk about it, see if that fits what you wanna do. And I don't go to the gym, I do all my workout at home. I use my body weight to train. I don't do, I don't lift weights. If I do, it's very little, I use my body weight to train that's it very simple and it works awesome give out your number one last time because i really Nine. want folks to get in touch with you get in touch with me let's talk if what i have to offer is not for you very good no problem my number is 904 729-5571 all right, indigenous Bushman, I thank you so much for your time. You were generous. You stayed an extra 35 minutes with us, and I so appreciate you for that. And wellness is huge for us at TDN and at, and at this weekend interview. So I I want to just, just tell you thank you. Uh, we spoke about people getting more active. If you're laying on your bed and it's difficult to get up, try to lift your arms, try to lift your legs. Start there. Next week, you'll be getting off the bed. You know, if, if you don't exercise at all, take a walk one day in the week. Try and plan to increase it to two days in two weeks or, or three weeks' time. Just, just do more than you're doing now and you will be amazed at the result. If you don't pay too much attention to what you eat, just start paying attention to what you eat. Mm -hmm. Every time you put some bread in your mouth, ask if it's good for you. What else could I eat besides the bread? If you drink sodas, every time you put a soda in, what could I be drinking instead of soda? Can I drink water? So if you drink three sodas a day, start with drinking two and a glass of water instead and just work your way down. The idea is to start where you are, set a goal, and just work your way towards it. You'll be surprised how quickly you will, you will um, benefit from that. So combine what you intake to what you output, and you are going to have that strong body that's going to work with that mental, and you're going to achieve what you set up to achieve in 2023. Cyril, thanks, thanks once again. And I was so happy when I was told that you agreed to come on. And this was not disappointing. This was a tremendously wonderful conversation. So thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. All right. Well, folks, there you had it. As I said, it was going to be a brilliant conversation. The indigenous Bushman. So calm, but yet 
So he came across as very comfortable in that in, in his field, both in terms of physical movement, but also in terms of nutrition. And don't forget, folks, um, the Dominica Cancer Society is organizing a breakfast. Let me see if I can get the date. I think it's on the third, is it? I have it in my notes somewhere on the 4th of February. On the 4th of February, they have a breakfast. Um, we've had um, members from the Cancer Society on the show, and we know the tremendous work that they do, so support them. Um, and, and, and I would appeal to you, even if you're not in Dominica and you cannot make it to the breakfast, buy a ticket. Maybe they will, maybe it will spawn. Maybe they have a cancer society, um, survivor who cannot make it and they will, that ticket will go to them. So on the 4th of February, the Dominica Cancer Society is having a fundraising breakfast. They have tickets at their office or Miss Yvonne Alexander, I think Miss Claudia Bella. These other folks, members of the Cancer Society will have tickets. So I want you to support them. Don't forget to check out Tribal Innovations Theater Company, young um, director of Dominican um, origin, has his own theater company and he's putting on a tremendous play, Love, Freedom and Other Lies from the South. It's set in a slave plantation, but it deals with issues and aspects that's not generally dealt with on um, on those movies and plays that we've seen about slavery. If you're in the Jersey area, I encourage you to go and check it out. Don't forget that you can find um, SBE, SBE Radio in Toronto is now carrying some of our programming, including this week in interview. They can be found on sbemusic.com. In Dominica, RVR Jams Radio on DigiPlay Channel 59 carries this weekend interview. So check them out. And so, folks, that's it. That's the continuation of our awareness, January awareness. If you have any plans for any activities, um, check out Man's Audiovisual. They do a lot of the graphic work, camera work. Um, they can show up and leave their cameras and broadcast your event live. If you're having a funeral, they can they can show up and have your funeral live so your, your family members can see it online, or wedding, or graduation, or birthday party, whatever it is, big or small, they have the capabilities to show up and do a very professional job. Beacon Dental, if you're in the Boston area, go check them out. If you show up for the first time, tell them I sent you and you'll get a free cleaning. Um, and of course, by dominiconline.com. Um, I hope you took advantage to give Dominican gifts to your folks for Christmas and for New Year's. If you haven't, check them out. And so I want to just thank you so much for being there. We'll see you again next week um, for another program of this week in interview. In the meantime, stay aware, set your goals, and determine to get your body in a condition where um, you are pursuing your goals with vigor and with energy. So good night, folks. This has been this week in interview. Don't forget, don't forget to to subscribe to our channel on Facebook and and YouTube, and hit that notification button so you can know when we're on. So it's um, TDN Network One on YouTube, and of course the Facebook page is TDN Radio Facebook page. Good night.